Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Hey, Trey, you want to uh, put some of our nickels together and, and uh, maybe jump mm-hmm. on some of these? Drew Sanders to be drafted, pick 36 or above. Uh, plus uh, three plus Arkansas players to be drafted. Uh, Drew Sanders to be drafted between picks one through 35. Drew Sanders to be drafted in round number one. I won't go through the rest of them, but I think there's some money to be, for us to make right there, don't you? Yeah, I think I've, I probably will check that out. Three players, <laughs> is it more than three players or just three players? Three plus Arkansas players to be drafted. See, that's right there on the hmm. bubble. Yeah. It is. I can see three. But can you see the plus? Matt La- Matt Landers has shown up at, like, the w- top 180th player. And, uh, like, number 240-something is uh, Jaden Hazelwood. But I don't know who the fourth would be. I don't think Dalton Wagner's going to be drafted. Do you, Trey? I don't think so. I've seen on NFL.com they listed him as seventh-round slash priority free agent. So uh, I would say probably not on Wagner. So that bet on Bet Saracen is more than three is basically what you're betting on. Yeah, right? yeah, not, yes. not three, but more than three. More okay. than three, yes. Yeah, that makes it that makes it a little more. I might <laughs> I might go with the uh, well. I can't. It's a prop bet, right? I can't go the opposite. But, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll stay. I don't know if I'll <laughs> jump on that, but I like some of the Drew Sanders one. How about how about this one? Maybe maybe uh, Dalton Wagner could fit this one. Any Arkansas Razorback to be Mister Irrelevant? Who? That's the very last pick. Wow! What is that paying out? Plus eleven hundred. Arkansas Razorback, I don't think has ever been Mister Irrelevant. No, not that I'm aware of. Might be worth putting a little bit of money on it, because if it hits, I mean, yeah, (laughs) plus eleven hundred. Yeah, it's worth it. It is worth it. Um, Trey, this was uh, on on three, fifteen defensive spring practice standouts. You need to know if you were picking one out from this past spring that could be recognized. Who might you think of? Hmm, that's tough. Uh, let's see. I have to think. So Dwight McLaughlin has started every game in the spring, coming off four interceptions. Snacks Johnson might be a dark horse. Not the safeties. Antonio Greer would be a possibility. But Chris Paul started every game, or every excuse me practice. He so wears he wears number forty. Oh, Landon Jackson. Yeah. That was probably a good pick. He didn't even let me get down to the defensive ah. line. I might have that myself. Okay, okay. I was going, going down. Okay. Um, no, Landon Jackson's fair. In fact, I just, yeah, I'm just i doing a little um, breakdown on whether Arkansas is better or worse than they were last year. And before I came on, I was I was working on the defensive ends. And 
Um, you know, they lost Jordan Dominic last year, uh, you know, off last year's team. It doesn't, you don't like losing a guy that had seven and a half sacks, but, you know, what they've done in the transfer portal, bringing, you know, John Morgan, who I think is a quality player, and then Trajan Jeffco, who I think is a really good player, combined with Landon Jackson, who, you know, he was listed at, what, 274 last year? Apparently, he wasn't even close to that. And I always thought he looked kind of – I was like, man, he really carries 274 really well. Uh, but he wasn't he wasn't 274. That's what his weight was at LSU before transfer, and he'd lost a good bit of weight, you know, with the ACL injury. Uh, but Pittman said, you know, he was at about 75% last year, started seven games for him, and apparently he's either been really good or Arkansas's offensive tackles were really bad. <laughs> Um, but we saw him have two sacks in the spring game. That's probably what that article's uh, most likely referencing, just, uh, you know, what he did in the spring game. But, uh, you know, I th- guys, I think that Arkansas, I think Trajan Jeffcoat will end up starting on one side, 6'4", 280. And I think, I think uh, Landon Jackson will start on the other side, 6'7", 269 right now. Uh, I think it's as good a looking group duo of defensive ends that Arkansas has had probably going back to 2015. You remember Arkansas's defensive ends in 2015, Randy? Do not. Dietrich Wise. Ooh. Jeremiah Ledbetter. Yeah. Yeah. Two good ones. Two similar size guys. Ledbetter went about 6'4", 280. Wise went about 6'. Wise was 6'5", but one of those guys who looked like 6'7". He had such long arms, Uh, but he was about 270 or so, too. So, um and both guys that, that were drafted in the NFL. It's actually, you know, going back, I was going back and looking just to see in between those guys, and it's it's not a really good, good there's not a really good duo of defensive ends. Um, you know, there's McTelvin again who ended up moving. And the reason I, I don't say Dietrich Wise and Jeremiah Ledbetter 2016, because Ledbetter ended up moving inside a defensive tackle that year. Uh, but I think they've got a really good group of defensive ends, and, and Landon could could have a pretty solid season, especially if what we saw last year was 75% of him. And quality depth at the end. Yeah. Position he as returned, well. It's, it's probably the most veteran group that they have. I mean, when you consider Jeff Coates, a super senior transfer, uh, Landon, Landon Jackson's a junior, a true junior. He's really one of the younger guys. Uh, Deshaun Stewart's a senior. Zach Williams is a super senior. Um, so, you know, you've got some, definitely some, and John Morgan's a super senior or a senior. I can't remember which one he is, but he's obviously an older player. Um, and then, you know, in the freshman class, you know, Quincy Rose is probably a year away from seeing any meaningful playing time. Uh, but that's a heck of an addition, you know. Uh, he's he's a big dude, big, big addition. Uh, defensive end is a four-star recruit. Uh, Caleb James, not too shabby either. So, uh, and, oh, we didn't even talk about Nico Davier. I mean, Nico is a guy with a really good future, um, but probably going to be behind some older players this year, probably, you know, with the third group. So, you got Nico Davier and John Morgan probably running your third group right now. That's pretty solid. Is Nico really still needing time? He looked still like he could spend more time in the weight room, Trey. Maybe so. I mean, he's what is he 270 right now you know he doesn't need to pack on weight but uh you know maybe could continue to put the right weight on i just think yeah put the right weight on i I think that um you know there are years in the past where nico would have contributed a lot so 
I mean, you can go back some years and just look at their defensive end situation. I mean, obviously, it's you know, it wasn't that pretty <laughs> in certain years, but uh, there are years where he would have played significant amount. And I, and I think about that when I when I look at this roster overall, you know, and guys who are in backup roles and just think, you know, there are years in the past before the transfer portal, before you can immediately fill your needs where this guy would have been playing a lot for him otherwise. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Trey, does KJ, this from Henry, does KJ have the potential to be an NFL quarterback? And what are the knocks on Jefferson? I think the knocks are sometimes intermediate passing. You know, he was 68% completion percentage last year, which is very good. But there were, you know, times on some of the shorter throws where they just weren't dead accurate like they they need to be. Um, You know, I think a a good uh, comparison for him is Jalen Hurts. Uh, You know, I'm not saying that KJ is going to evolve into a, um, you know, guy that leads his team to the Super Bowl and the highest paid player player in the NFL. But I do think there are some comparisons, and Jalen Hurts wasn't near as good as he is right now just a year ago and wasn't as good as that a year before that and the same thing the year before that. Uh, so, he, you know, he, you, you can get better, obviously, and K.J.'s gotten a lot better since his high school days. He had a hitch in his throwing motion. He's a pretty raw guy overall as a quarterback. I think Dan Enos is going to help him on some of the technical aspects, and I think it'll give him a bit of a leg up also operating out of a more pro-style type of offense. Um, but I would say probably the knocks on him would be, um, you know, he has a tendency every once in a while to throw, you know, just off the mark a little bit, sometimes a, a bit of a wobbly spiral or nose down. Uh, but I don't know that anybody throws the deep ball as well as he does. He can really he can really throw the deep ball. And I think Dan Enos will help him with some of the technical aspects and, you know, Kendall Browse had his strengths. I'm not sure he was just like a technician in terms of coaching quarterbacks, uh, but Enos is. So I think, you know, he'll have a bit of the, both worlds uh, to help in this, which I think will probably be his last year after starting three years. But I think he's got a chance. You know, it might be it might be later. It might just depend on the kind of season he has. You know, if he throws for 3,000-plus yards and, you know, then and and still runs the way he does, then yeah, he's got a shot. And some of that is also dictated. I mean, this this is going to be an unprecedented year in the draft. That is for SEC quarterbacks. There's a good chance four quarterbacks could go in the first round from the SEC, which has never happened before. In fact, I'm not sure any league, for that matter, has had four to go in the first first round how many total players out of the sec do you think oh, there's going to the be first a, round there's going how many that I would have, be a good prop rate I, over th- under I think nine maybe ten yeah i mean that from it just really depends upon which uh mock draft you want to buy into but right. i think it's mm-hmm. i think it's very legitimate that there could be anywhere from eight to ten players going the first round trey talk about the percentage of improvement under Danny Nose for KJ, because I think sometimes even five or 10% may not sound like much, but when you're honing in or you're refining that one area that somebody think is a weakness, uh, 
can be a major improvement. What Can you put a percentage on it, what you may think could be the improvement of K.J. Jefferson under the leadership of uh, Dan Enos? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, God. I thought that was a great question. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know if it has a good answer. (laughs) Sometimes great questions don't have great answers. Why are we here? (laughs) The great question. Okay. Never mind. I should have never asked it. 5%, Randy. How about that? Okay. All right. 5% better. I was ready for, you know, one of your quick witted. I was, I was hoping I was, Hey, I was thinking, I was hoping something was going to pop in my head. That was going to be great. And it just didn't happen. You know, your walk and talks, you come up with that stuff so fast, so quick. I was thinking this would be a layup for Trey. He won't even have to think twice about it. And never mind. Um, interesting that so far, uh, I guess the one and only player that has been identified that has gone into the transfer portal is Landon Rogers, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. It appears maybe that the job done by the assistant coaches and Sam Pittman, he wanted to retain. In fact, they delayed a week going on the road because they wanted to make sure that they retained as many as possible. Can you see the possibility of anyone else? And you don't have to give me a name, but are are you thinking someone else might be a possibility for the transfer portal? Well, I always look at guys that are, you know, going into maybe year three or, or even older than that, that aren't like competing mm-hmm. for starting jobs. Right. Um, so there, you know, there's a couple of guys like that on the roster. Uh, it's such a tricky situation. And if it's me, I'm holding my breath until May 1st. Sure. I mean, I'm just, you never, you never know what's going to happen. And I think it's a good sign that nothing has happened so far. I don't know why there would be a benefit in waiting unless you're just like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. You wait till the very, you know, a lot of times journalists are guilty of doing that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we need a deadline and we'll push it all the way to the deadline. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to enter, and they really don't need anybody to enter, even if it's a situation like I just said, because I just I don't know that they're going to. I don't know if they're going to fill up the remaining seven spots that they have with scholarship players out of the transfer portal. You know, it's not just this supremely mass exodus, and you know, even if there are a large number, you know. Colorado had how many players enter the other day? Huh. 18. Uh, too many, you know, yeah. On Monday, 18. Yeah. 46 total. Yeah. They've had 46 total. 40. I think they have 20 players coming back from last year. Um, that's that's an amazing <laughs> amount of turnover. Now, they had to have a lot of players leave and enter the portal. They had some that probably they didn't want to leave, but they had to have players leave because they were already over. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of teams out there battling – you know, Alabama probably wants a defensive tackle too, you know, or, you know, a position that, you know, Arkansas also covered, covets. Um, you know, Texas, you know, obviously did. They wanted the same defensive tackle that Arkansas wanted, one of the defensive tackles they wanted, and they got him. Uh, so, you know, it, there's a lot of schools that are wanting the high quality players, and Arkansas has gotten a lot of really good players so far. But I think that this is going to be a year where they are you know, probably awarding some one-year scholarships to walk-ons. I don't think that they're done pulling guys out of the transfer portal. I'm not saying that. There's some more, but 
I just don't know that they'll quite get all the way up to 85. I think that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I see seven guys and I'm just like, yes, 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 yes. Maybe, maybe they're out there, but we'll see. Dre, any word or information on Montana Lamonius Craig? He is one yeah. of those Colorado players who's put his name into the transfer portal. He's got a great name. Yeah, he does. So that's definitely a football name. Yeah. Um, really is. Isn't Montana it? Lamonius Craig. <laughs> it's like a law firm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so he's uh, he's been offered by Arkansas. Um, he was, you know, kind of review- referred to as one of their um, bright spots from last year's one in, what were they, one in 11, something like that. They only won one game. Uh, he had a really good spring game and then was one of several guys that were returning that decided to enter the transfer portal. So uh, he's a guy that's been you know, pretty well coveted. I don't know that Arkansas has a high priority need at wide receiver as much as the numbers need to need to work out. You know, they're they're at eight scholarship wide receivers. Or are they seven? They're, I think they're seven now um, with Rodgers. They really need to be. I think they're at eight. Um, but they really, you know, you want to be at eight. 10 scholarship receivers. They're at eight, yeah. So you want to be at 10. So it makes sense if you can find a wide receiver that's of quality, then, you know, try to bring him in. But he's going to have a lot of guys after him, a lot of teams, excuse me, that are after him. Trey, is the SEC the only school that you cannot sign uh, from the transfer portal? Now, this is only for the spring and spring only. But is the SEC the only conference that doesn't allow – interconference transfers at this time? The only one that I know of now, I might be, you know, the Pac-12 might have that rule or something, but the SEC is the only one I know of. My understanding is that's a rule that's going to change because, you know, there there's a lot of movement in the transfer portal. And, you know, whether it's the early period or the late period, I guess we're calling this the late period, um, do you really want really high-quality players who decide to transfer to leave the SEC? Wouldn't think so. Yeah. Well, apparently it's not against Pac-12 rules because a lot of these schools that uh, Danny had listed are from the Pac-12. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hawksports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Coming up next, Kevin McPherson.